Well, well, well. Here we are. Back again. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> we are here in the Gentleman's Dojo. Back again. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Thank you for listening to last week's with Jim Lee from yeah. DC Comics. Got a lot of positive feedback on that one, so thank you guys for enjoying that. He was a great guest. Awesome guest. It was great having Kevin Christie sit in as well. Uh, we just got back from... Sacramento. Sacramento, yeah. It was cool to meet uh, some of the fans of the podcast up there, too. A lot of people came out from listening to us, which was great. Yeah, so keep listening. Keep tuning in. Uh, thank you guys so much for all the positive feedback on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, on iTunes, on the reviews. Keep those coming in. And uh, we're going to jump right into it. So, Gary, why don't you tell us who is joining us today in the dojo? Well, a couple of things. I am uh, Gary Cannon, and along to my right is uh, comedian Steve Byrne. Very excited. And, by the way, people see us on stage making fun of each other, and they're like, oh, my God, that's exactly what the podcast is. <laughs> it's exactly just us shitting on each other well, on stage. Well, I think it's more one-sided. It's more one-sided. Yeah. Well, listen, I am very excited uh, today because we have a guest uh, that's on the other part of the world that's actually joining us via Skype. Yes. Um, so I will tell you this. I am fascinated with the world of pickup artists and, and how guys who are – Average looking, maybe like uh, myself. You. Yeah. <laughs> how how some guys who you'll see some of these guys who are with very very attractive women. I've always been just fascinated with the book The Game by Neil Strauss, and mm -hmm. just you know, there's been TV shows uh, that have been focusing on this subject. So I, I've always had this, I don't know, just kind of this special thought about how this whole science, I guess, if you will, works. Right. So. Right. Uh, through a few different people, I ended up getting connected with uh, our guest who is on the phone today through Skype, a gentleman named Max. How are you, Max? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, good, good. And so, uh, Max, tell us a little bit about uh, what it is that uh, – where it is that you work for, Real Social Dynamics, and uh, what you guys do, and then we'll uh, jump in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Real Social Dynamics, we are a uh, company that teaches dating advice, confidence, personal development, etc. We're traveling the world right now. Um, there's, I always put it that way, there's around seven people who are insane enough uh, alongside myself that are doing this professionally. <laughs> so uh, yeah, here we are, we're traveling the world, we're teaching uh, seminars for men, but also for women in terms of personal development. And uh, it, it's crazy, it's, it's, it's absolutely insane, yeah. Is it more about guys, is it more about giving guys the confidence or the advice to get a girl long term or is it more about getting somebody as a you know a quick hookup what what is it what what is it about well it's both basically i mean it's girls will respond to the same kinds uh, no matter whether you want them to to marry you at some point or whether or not you just want to have a one night stand with them so we're basically teaching them how to be attractive men how to get their shit together if you will and uh, you know how to be able to communicate properly, how to be able to be confident, how to have fun, and how to work on their life and on themselves in a way so they're attractive to the opposite sex. So it is possible, because basically what you guys teach, it is possible for somebody that is an average-looking guy to get a hot, hot girl, even if he doesn't have. Because I, you, you always see these guys. Yeah, it's called being rich. Yeah, well, but that's the thing. <laughs> these dopey guys that are with hot girls right and obviously they're making a lot of money or they're connected because you know it's funny to me max is i you know i always hear these guys here in la 
who always say, hey, you know, it's so impossible to meet a real yeah. girl, to meet somebody who's a, a really good looking girl because they're all crazy. They're all looking for money. They're all gold diggers. So but that's absolutely not the case. No, not at all. I mean, the like guy always put it this way. Um, how tall are you guys? Are you guys taller than five, seven? I'm five, five, seven, five, eight. I'm six foot. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm 5'7", which is like uh, – and I always ask it at my seminars, and it's around 80% of the guys that are taller than 5'7". I'm like, okay, I'm 5'7 myself, so why am I teaching this? You know, like why do I get the girls? So uh, it's it's really not about looks, not really. Um, it's also not about money. I was put it this way. I've been a broke-out-of-my-mind college student, and I had zero – I didn't even have money for a cab. I didn't even properly have money for, for proper food when I came to L.A. back in the days. And I still was able to get with the girls because, sure, it helps if you if you have money and if you're rich and if you're tall and good looking. But goddamn it, you don't need that. Hell no. Like I always put it that way. If you're an average looking guy or even below average looking guy, not rich, not tall, not jacked, but you're able to walk up to a girl with confidence, uh, with having a good time, you're humorous, you're giving people a good fucking time, then that's even better. Because the girls are very well aware that, okay, this guy is not even good looking, yet he has very, very high confidence. What's up with this guy? I want to get to, I get to know him better. Just imagine a tall, jack, good-looking, rich guy coming up to you with confidence. Of course, he's, he's confident. You know, he's jack, tall, good-looking, rich. Um, Enough about again, me. If, if you're not good-looking, and, and trust me, I know what I'm Enough talking about. about. <laughs> I get things like, you're too short. Your beard is weird. Is that your pickup line? You know, all kinds of stuff. Um, yet because I'm, I'm still having a good time, the girls are impressed by that. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. Giving guys and girls a good time, the people around you and, uh, not giving a shit what other people think of you. So, so I guess that's, that's the thing. Like, so, so let's, let's set up an example, Max. Like, let's say Steve and I are out at a bar. We're out at our favorite Friday hotspot here in LA. Chili's. We're at, ch we're at Chili's. <laughs> yeah. Steve and I are splitting a basket of spinach and artichoke dip because that's how we roll. Uh, how would how would we approach, say, a group that's on the other side, you know, maybe six girls. I zoom in on somebody that I like. Steve zooms in on somebody he likes. Yeah. What, what, what's kind of the, the steps that you you kind of. Well, I would like females. Oh, OK. I didn't realize this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, here's what I would do in a situation like that when I'm in a restaurant. Well, first of all, you want to create an, an environment around you where people get drawn in naturally. Now, of course, you can just walk up to them and say, hey, what's up? And just sit down for a minute and chat them up. That's totally cool. Nothing against that. But if you, want to, if you want to crack it up a notch, if you want to be a little better, I would sit there with my friend. I would sit down next to them, okay, on the table next to them, and I have such a good time with them. I would joke around, have, you know, throw dirty jokes around, have such a good time. And they would hear us laughing every 30 seconds and then you know you might have had that you two guys are quite funny as well so you probably had that when you and your friend are just joking around and people start turning around they look at you what are those people gonna think damn i wish i had as much fun as those you know right those and, two guys uh, are having a great time exactly like those two guys are having a fucking good time it's here we are we're six people and we're not even closely having as much fun as those two dudes here um what's up with those what's up with those and then you can just bring them in you can just bring it and say, hey, girls, yeah, stop looking. Hey, I have inner values. I'm not a sexual object or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you never saw two guys having, two old guys having fun? Yeah, we're still alive, okay? Uh, anything like that. Just a little self-amusement, and people get drawn into that. And then you can just uh, actually, you guys look so, you guys are so far away. Let's sit down together. And then you just join them and have a good time. And then slowly but steadily, you can just um, 
transition to the girl you optically slash um, from a character uh, like the best, and then you just uh, you know engage her a little more than the group. You might get her number. You might inquire as to what are they doing later. You might want to join her. You might want her to join you guys, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, is it is it easier to like? I mean, where are some of the easier spots to meet somebody? Because I mean, it's obviously a little more difficult in like a loud, crowded bar. Is it easier? You know what I mean? Like, are, are is your is your confidence different in like a supermarket meeting somebody, or how does that work? Like, what's your thought on that? Yeah, yeah. So I would say since you just kind of mentioned the, the whole confidence thing, I can I ask you? Uh, can I can I just ask? For sure. Is, can I? Can you give us advice on picking up girls in a parking garage after two a.m.? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, um, two a.m. Well, for me personally, two a.m. is like afternoon because because we're like all night owls here. But in general, what you have to do is in a parking garage in like quote unquote creepy <laughs> spots. Um, I would be very very careful if I'm not like looking and intriguing. You know what I mean? So I would like have both of my hands out. Don't have your hands in the pocket. That's like the typical like knife guy. Um, uh, body language so have your hands out be like hey excuse me uh, I know this is totally weird I know it's in the middle of the fucking night you know we call the statement of empathy that's basically communicating hey listen um, I'm very well aware of the awkwardness of the situation which makes the person communicating this to uh, more okay with the situation as well because they like oh okay this person knows it's awkward he's not some creep weirdo who's not aware of that and yeah again uh, body language, very open, not very intriguing. I would try to, um, quote unquote, open, aka, you know, how do you say, um, I, don't even, I don't even say how to say it in normal words. Uh, when I would talk to her, when I would approach the girl, when I would talk to her, I would try to stand away a little more from her, uh, just so, just to make sure she doesn't feel weird and awkward. But even there, it's all about fun. You know, if you're having a smile on your face, if you just came from a party, and even if you didn't come from a party, if you have a genuine smile on your face and you're able to hold steady eye contact, in combination with that statement of empathy, you should be good to go. And then she pulls out the pepper spray. Is that like is that is, when, when the pepper spray comes out? Is there a way to like overcome that? Obstacle? Gary's actually built up an immunity to pepper spray. It's been happened so many times. It's never happened to me that a couple of pepper spray. Well, how much? Can I ask you this? How much of it truly is confidence? Um, I would say pretty much everything. I mean, uh, like I said, like I, I'm experiencing this thing on myself and my students day after day after day. I have been doing this for the last years now. Um, it's all about confidence. I've saw, I've seen fat, short Indian dudes um, hooking up with amazing women, uh, marrying amazing women. I've seen all kinds of broke dudes. I've seen good-looking dudes struggling as well. I've literally 50% of my clients are very, very good-looking guys. And, you know, some of them have their own businesses, they're rich and everything, but they still don't get the girls or at least not the high quality girls. So I was like, okay, dude, work on your confidence and uh, you get things handled. But what's also important about confidence is, or on top of confidence is humor. If you're a fun guy and you guys can probably confirm that if you're a fun guy, everything's just easier. If you walk into the grocery store, cause you mentioned that earlier as well. If you walk into the grocery store at 10 a.m. in the morning, Having a good time, maybe with your buddies, maybe alone, you're just in a good mood. You get people drawn into that. People get drawn into that because, quite frankly, especially in L.A., people are sad. Right. They walk around, they're, they're sad, they have their sad little lives, their boring little lives. They go to their nine-to-five jobs, you know, and then they go home, watch their little TV show, and, and you know, they're not expecting somebody to be cool in a grocery store. 
They're expecting to go buy the goddamn groceries for totally overpriced. And I've lived in LA, okay? <laughs> totally overpriced. And, and then I go back to my little car and it's hot and I'm sweating. And then, oh my God, my job and all this stuff. And then there's this cool guy's like, hey, what's up? And he's cracking a joke and he's making a little fun with you or about you. You're like, damn, thanks. This guy just made my day a little better. <laughs> now, what, what has been the toughest, the toughest set of circumstances where you – <laughs> where you got a girl's number or you, or, or you made it happen like what has there been a set of variables you're like i can't believe i met a girl in the in this situation oh all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff i've met girls on at the dentist um just before i got uh, my wisdom teeth checked thank god i didn't get them removed uh i've met girls in front of the bathroom i've met girls pretty much everywhere it's, it's always funny i i personally and this is just personal preference i like it when when you get to know a girl um, really well from a situation that is actually really awkward. You know what I mean? It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, like, a, like at an STD test, testing place. <laughs> that, that's got to be the toughest. Yeah, I think that, that would be pretty so. What's, so what's your STD? <laughs> <laughs> what, what brings you in? <laughs> so what happened to you? Now, uh, as a guy, though, I mean, if this is your profession, you make a living – from teaching, you know, these guys and gals th these skills. Yeah. How tough is it for you then to get into a relationship? I mean, because you, um, you're almost like Liam Neeson and Taken where you're like, I have these set of skills and I can't do anything with them now because <laughs> I've got to, I'm locked down. I dropped anchor with you. So, I will find you. Yeah. And I will date you. <laughs> how tough is it? Um, yeah, I get that a lot. People are like, so what do you say when the girl asks you what you do? When she finds out, I'm, I'm really, to be honest, I'm totally open about that. I'm like, yeah, you know, when the girl asks me, like, what do you do? I'm like, yeah, I do personal development, teach dating advice. Now, what's the first thing girls want to do is like, teach me dating advice. I've always got the wrong guys, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, so it's really not that big of a deal if it's not a big deal for you. Back in the days, it was a huge deal for me. Like, oh, my God, what if the girl finds out? That I, because I had to learn that myself. I wasn't naturally good with women. Hell no. I was, I was the shyest guy ever. It took me uh, eight years, eight, okay, eight years to talk to my first crush ever, and so I kind of had to learn that. And then when once I had the skills, and uh, a girl would like find out that I read the books, that I you know watched the videos online, I'd be like, oh my god, she knows it. Everything is over. But then I realized girls don't care. They're like, yeah, okay, you have to learn that. And it's similar now, like, okay, yeah, that's your job. Uh, it's totally fine. You know, some girls say like, okay, that's too weird for me. Um, you're traveling the world. You're hooking up with more girls, et cetera, et cetera. I can't do that. And that's totally fine. I respect that. I respect others' opinions. But usually the girls I would choose for a relationship for me are so cool that they really don't mind. In fact, um, they support me, which is a totally awesome thing. Because yeah, how did the how did the whole company come together, Max? Like, I mean, like, how did you one day go from? It's a bunch of guys not getting laid. Going, yeah. guys, we got to get laid. Totally. We got to exactly. yeah. figure this out. It was... <laughs> get a website. Get a website. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, because I mean, I got into the company uh, after it has already been existing for twelve years. But it's basically people always think, oh my god, real social dynamics. You guys, you are the most professional dudes, and give all these speeches in front of thousands of people. Blah blah blah. In fact, we're just a bunch of dudes um, that want to get better with girls, want to get laid, they want to have fun, having a good life, you know. And we just all like kind of got together and they founded this thing called Real Social Dynamics. And for me personally, I watched their videos uh, way before I got on board. And, you know, I was I, like dreamed like maybe I would teach that as well sometime. 
you know, maybe I would meet them in person and then they, you know, they discovered me in Austria. I'm a 5,000 people cow town in the middle of the Austrian Alps. And I got flown out to uh, Miami to meet all those guys. And for me, it was just totally mind blowing to be part of those people. And, uh, but yeah, like you said, we're just in, we're still in essence, just a bunch of dudes that are nerdy <laughs> that learned how to get with hot girls. <laughs> And so, like, Max, like, what kind of stuff, like, if, if, if you take one of your seminars or one of the – like, like how does that work? Like, what, like uh, do those guys who take the seminars, do you, like, all go to a bar together, like, later that night? Or, like, how does that work? Are you kind of – yeah. do they have an earpiece? Like, do you, start off, do you start off slow? Are you, are you working a cheesecake factory at happy hour for your first outing? And then, like, by the third <laughs> outing, you're going to a full-blown Vegas nightclub and, like, all right, gentlemen, uh, get out there. Results. <laughs> get out there. To take off your shirt and run around naked. No, <laughs> sometimes we do that as well. Whip no, that dick um, out. So what we basically do, we have a bunch of, of uh, you know, seminars. We have a free tour, which is basically a totally free event where people can just join. Those are usually, you know, the bigger seminar rooms that you see us doing on the internet. It's like 500, 800 people. Um, those are totally for free. That's just like the uh, the instructor. That's what my job is called. Just rambles, gives a bunch of uh, back and forth Q and A's. And then we also have the private coaching. We call those boot camps. <laughs> Very very fittingly named that is where we take maximum three guys out for three nights and uh we'll teach them yes we go to the bar with them we also go uh do quote-unquote day games is where we talk to girls out in the street during the day uh, but we also take them to loud nightclubs all kinds of things it really depends on what city we're in so right mm -hmm. now i'm touring through uh europe so i've just been to sofia right now i'm in krakow later on i'll go to helsinki stockholm etc so it's really just like taking them to bars and clubs and be like, all right um, what are your problems? Talk to this girl. And I just see how he's, how he's doing, you know, his body language, what he's talking about. Then I give him some feedback. We'll do it again. Give him some feedback. We'll do it again all the way through the whole night. And like I said, some guys need hardcore pushing. They like really, they need a quote unquote kick in the ass and we'll make them do really, really awkward stuff. Like my favorite exercise is, um, we'll stand them out. Uh, we'll, we'll have them stand next to a street light, have them, dance around the street lights singing i'm a starfish and um, <laughs> so it's a lot of those Until exercises the cops just come. out of your conference <laughs> exercises. now what's been your toughest case has there been one individual where you know you one eventually became a success story but what was one where you're just like oh my god i don't even know if i can i can crack oh, this guy yeah, yeah. Th there's there's tons of these guys like um i had a one guy once that was earlier this year he's never talked to a girl he's never even touched a girl um, and Gary? I remember, right, we take him out the first night into the club and he has like this, like, this like war face. He literally looks like he's in at war, like he's in a nightclub and he, he looks like he's going to die soon. <laughs> His eyes wide open. He's totally shocked. He couldn't speak properly. He's like, I, 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 I can't speak. And I was like, okay, dude, calm down, calm down. And that was, that was one moment where I thought like, okay, this is, um, this is some next level shit. Um, uh, but we'll handle it. Okay. So what I did was, like, okay, just watch me having a good time, watch us, me and my crew, dance around like idiots. And uh, he slowly warmed up. He talked to girls. And at the end of the three-day coaching, uh, he had his first kiss ever. Wow. Um, he took a girl home, lost his virginity. And uh, a couple of weeks later, he got a girlfriend, which was absolutely amazing. And he still sends me pictures of him, um, you know, partying with all kinds of different girls and oh, stuff like great. that. And I'm like, holy shit, this is, this is amazing. That's part of why I do this job. This, these stories inspire me back. If you will. Now, I know you don't you don't give away secrets, but I'm sure that there's guys listening to this or girls listening to this that 
are, are intrigued. Is, is there one piece of advice you could give somebody that's listening, that's looking to go out there and maybe hook up for the night or eventually find love? Yeah, I'll give you two. You know what? I'll give you two. Number one, eye contact. This is huge. And uh, whenever we're in difficult situations when we're nervous, we're not even 100% aware of that, that we can't hold eye contact. I, I put it like this. People always ask me, like, what's the pickup line? Like, what's your pickup line? And I would say, dude, you can say anything if you walk up to the person that you like, be it a girl or a boy, you look them in the eyes, you have a smirk on your face, you're having a good time, you can say anything. Literally. I got to know amazing girls with things like, uh, are you checking your stocks? Because she was on her phone. Or things like, <laughs> are you guarding the wall? Because she was standing in front of the wall. Like, totally dumb, totally ridiculous stuff. But because you're holding eye contact, you come across as genuine and, hey, this guy's confident. And the other one is it only counts for guys. Grow an awesome beard. If you can't grow a beard, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's half-jokingly. But uh, if, you want to, if you want to show that you don't give a fuck and that you, that you, that you really don't care, grow a, a bizarre beard in your face. <laughs> and what happens is you walk down the street and people see it because it's literally, literally written in your face that this guy doesn't care. This guy truly doesn't give a fuck. Well, that's what girls <laughs> think when Gary takes his shirt off. It's just like, oh, he doesn't care. He's given up. <laughs> Life is over. <laughs> Did, have you ever have you ever been in a bar, Max, with like a, a bunch of guys, and you know they are so nervous and they're having difficulty going up to the girls and speaking to them, and then you just end up going up to the girl and then you start making out with her, <laughs> like just like, boys, here's here's how it's here's done. how it's done, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we do that with each other. I don't do it with students. That would be a dick move. But we'll do that with each other when, like, one guy has a bad day and uh, he's finally talked to a girl that, he, that she likes him. And, you know, like, once you train that, once you train that enough, you kind of see that, okay, this girl is so aroused right now. She's ready to be kissed. And then you just walk in like, hey, what's up? And you start making out. <laughs> uh, we had things like that, yeah. <laughs> Is, and then the girl's like, who is this guy? And I'm like, I'm his boyfriend. Get out. It's boys night out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but is it, by the way, do you see this? And I'm sure with, with what you guys do, it's completely different. But, you know, there's always that whole myth of like, hey, go to the bar around 1.30. That's when you're going to see the girls who are, you know, desperate and want to hook up. Is that not necessarily true? I mean, could you, yeah, could, like could you guys could go in into a bar at 8 o'clock in the evening and still find those same girls, right? Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is like this, every girl, um, when she goes out, uh, into a nightclub, of course she has it in the back of her mind to, you know, get to know a cool guy, maybe hook up with one. Um, the thing is you, they still want to go through the process of the whole night. A girl's not going to go to the bar at 8 PM planning to stay there until two. And then some dude shows up at eight. She's like, okay, I'm ready now. Let's fuck. You know, it's like right. watching a movie. You don't want to have, you don't want to know the end of the movie already. I was, I was put like that. When, when you're and, and I guess we're all guilty of that. When you're watching porn, right? When you're a guy, you watch porn. You don't just watch one clip. You know, you click through all the clips first. <laughs> you check them out a little bit, and then you know, you know, you stick with one clip. And that's the same with a girl. She doesn't even if she likes at the beginning of the night. She just wants to see what else is out there, and then she might choose you. Right. And um, but uh, in general, what I did back in the days when I would, was in LA, I would live right next to a, a nightclub. And uh, I was just so overworked that I would work until 1.45. I would put on shoes, not even a proper shirt, and I would just walk up to the club for the last 15 minutes and approach the girls that are trickling out. And then <laughs> yeah, that's like the laziest guy, the lazy guy version of that whole thing. Um, sometimes you would just like be in your pajamas, put a jacket on, 
so it used to look kind of normal, and uh, that way you could do it too. But I would always say it like this. Um, I would go to the bar early, uh, get myself in a social momentum state, have a good time, joke around with my friends. So towards the end of the night, where people are leaving, I'm in a good mood and things can click, and then I could run into a girl. Uh, not necessarily that it's desperate. Who wants a desperate girl? But a girl that you optically like and that you, from character her, from her character like as well. That's cool. That you know, that's not drunk or whatever, because that's kind of weird as well, especially in LA. And uh, yeah, but at that time, you you should be in a good mood and you should have fun with your buddies, and that way you can be more attractive to the woman. Do you have a typical client? Is there like an average? kind of client that you it, it's just this is our this is our sweet spot this is the typical um, guy that comes in and needs help um or is I it mean, across the board in, in general it's very very widespread we have like the the 18 year old at least in in europe the 18 year old college student all the way to the 50 year old lawyer mm-hmm. but i would if i had to pick an average it's usually a guy that has his life together pretty well in many many different aspects but missing it in that one aspect when it comes to girls. Like usually there's guys who are, who are prestigious, they have a prestigious job, they have the money for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they have amazing lives. Like at this one guy who was a, a pilot slash, uh, I don't know what, extreme skiing instructor, jumps out of helicopters, has two dogs, he's extremely good looking, extremely fit and all this, but yet he couldn't get the girls he wanted. Um, so it's usually guys that have their shit together in many areas of life, but not in the girls' areas of life. That's crazy to me. You're jumping out of helicopters and you need help getting laid. It's like yeah, it's just post a picture. I had, I had guys that are soldiers, you know, that that like served in war, and you know, which takes massive amounts of courage. Yet they can't talk to a, a cute girl in the bar. It's it's very crazy, and it's it's cool that. Um, that I'm in a position so I can help those guys. By the way, when you guys go out as a group in a group setting, do you encourage the students to have a couple of drinks to loosen up or? Hell no. No, no drinks. No alcohol, no alcohol policy. Yeah, because I always put it like that. Look, if we teach you the skills to approach a girl with confidence and with a good vibe, you should have those skills all the time. Like, what are you going to do when when it's 7 a.m. in the morning? You're about to go to your job and you see a beautiful girl at the bus stop do you want to like, oh, God, I need a shot real quick. Like, get me the, the, the emergency beer, the emergency beer. You know, you don't want to get drunk. You don't want to be reliant on uh, any outside substance. So I would say, nope, no alcohol. The fun should come from within. So, by the way, Max, wasn't the whole, like, you know, when, when Neil Strauss came out with the book The Game, wasn't, <clears throat> like, part of that from what I remember, like, you know, when you, like, like I think, like, his idea was when you go up and compliment a woman, you're giving her kind of a backhanded compliment. Was that kind of part of that? Like you don't sweat much for a fat guy. Right, right. That would be a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that to you. No, you're telling, telling me. You. This has yeah. nothing to do oh, with sorry. the interview. What were we talking about? Smacks <laughs> on the phone. Um, I would say, I would say, I mean, you know, that that's like the old school stuff, you know, nag the girl and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's funny to do it every once in a while. You can totally just compliment a girl. As long, look, there's two kinds of compliments. There's this one kind of compliment where you're like, excuse me, you're very pretty. And you're kind of expecting the girl to like you just because you gave her that compliment. And the other kind of compliment is where you're naturally actually interested in that one particular thing that you're complimenting her about. That is a genuine compliment. That genuine compliment also doesn't expect uh, anything back from the girl. So, of course, you can just give the girl a compliment. 
it's always funny to give her backhanded compliments. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh, I love your shoes. My grandma had them too. <laughs> <laughs> then she died. You know, like all kinds of shit. Um, I always feel like that. If if you like giving her a compliment, generally, go ahead and do it. But don't like see it as like the technique. So the girl likes you. That's total bullshit. Now, I got to ask you this. Has Tinder and these dating apps, has that kind of hurt the old school mentality of just going out and kind of having fun and having fun and I guess the hunt of the evening uh has that kind of have you seen like a, a dramatic downtick in terms of guys just being a classic pickup artist like yourself being able to go in a bar under circumstances has that changed now because it's like I'll go out to a bar after shows sometimes with Gary and we'll, we'll go out and everybody's on their phone and I think a lot of single people are on uh, Tinder swiping, trying to find that person to come over and meet them, as opposed to just a guy tapping a girl on the shoulder saying, hey, you guys want to do a shot or whatever the, the line might be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say in general it's like that. <coughs> oh, I apologize. Um, no, I don't really see a big difference. It's, it's still the same. Like even, like even when you're on Tinder – and uh, you know maybe you have a ghostwriter or something like some dude who writes for you or you let your sister write the girls or whatever even if you manage to meet the girl in person like once you meet her in person you'd still be able to hold eye contact have a good time and be able to vibe with the girl we call this vibing you know um so like you still need those skills anyway and uh those skills that we're teaching you know having a good time being self-amused etc etc those are also guys those are also skills that are transferable to you know, dating apps, Tinder, or whenever you're on the phone, etc. Because if 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 you're not able to have fun, you're not able to have fun over Tinder either. You know, your conversations are boring. Like, hey, what's up? What's your name? What do you do? Do you want to have sex? You know, that's total bullshit. A girl is not gonna fall for that, even even if she likes your little Tinder profile. You should still be able to have those conversational skills over text game as well. Right. I, I got to ask you this question too. What? What is there a race in particular that needs more help than most guys? Because I would assume just like black dudes probably do pretty well for themselves. White guys might be second. I'm yeah. thinking Mexicans, Latin guys don't need much help. But I'm thinking like, are we thinking like Indians and Asians? Are they are they kind of keeping you guys afloat in terms of <laughs> cashing the checks on, on your end? Um. I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even agree with that. <clears throat> with the black guys, I have it the easiest. I know at least in Europe, it might be even diff more difficult for them. I would say like this: Look, um, if well, you in the like, states, if, yeah, yeah, in the states, yeah. I mean, not even there. It's I think I feel like it's all the same. Look, if you come up, if you're Asian or Indian, you know, you're short, you you have a funny accent, you can do two things. You can bitch about it and whine about it like, oh, the white girls only like the white men. I am the minority, blah, 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 blah. Um, or you go out there and you own it. You go ahead and fucking own it. That's what I did. You know, I had a weird accent. I worked on my accent for speaking reasons. I had a weird, weird accent. I was chubby. I was short, all that. But at some point I decided, you know what, I'm going to embrace that. And when the girl calls me weird or chubby or short, I'm just going to go ahead and self-amuse over that. So when you're listening to this, you're Asian, you're Indian, whatever, and the girl is calling you out like, oh, you're weird, I don't like foreign guys, be like, self-amuse, you know, a thing that you could say is like, oh, no, no, I'm not foreign, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the deli guy, you know, somebody ordered curry rice, um, is that you, <laughs> you want fried rice, I'm here, yeah, I can teach you kung fu, <laughs> anything. If the girl sees like, holy shit, and that kind of links back to what I said at the beginning, if the girl sees, holy shit, this guy's short, Asian, Indian, uh, has an accent, 
but he's still having a good time and he doesn't care and he's not apologetic about that, that's even better. So I and just curious because we we I am always fascinated with this part of it too. When you go to Vegas, right? Like obviously guys go to Vegas and you know there's always that idea, you know we're going to get shit can, we're going to get laid, you know these guys from the Midwest and you know all these girls turn into different people for the weekend. Like is is there a trick to, you know when when people go to Vegas, like how does how does that work? Because obviously all these girls are together, they're in a big pack. Like I mean is there a way to kind of extricate that one? Is it kind of the same principle that you were talking about earlier? Yeah, same principles there. People go to Vegas at fun slash getting late, right? That's intertwined. That's the same thing. Um, we need to realize that for us, it's always like, I'm having fun. And then now it's time for the sex. And, you know, we're all like kind of like trying to be James Bond or some shit, trying to be like the coolest guy that doesn't smile or whatever. No, it's all the same. Having fun equals sex for a girl. When a girl goes out, and especially when she goes to Vegas, her mindset is something like, okay, I want to have fun. I want to party with my girls. Um, I want to hear this DJ or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I want to hook up with some cute, funny guy. You know what I mean? So um, it's the same principles. Have fun with your buddies. Have a good time. And uh, wear earplugs because uh, Vegas <laughs> nightclubs are extremely loud. I got to ask you I'm this. I'm like this old man. I'm like I'm 25 years old now. You're 25, 25 and you're thinking that already? I'm 25, yeah. Yeah, I'm 41. And, uh, I walk into a place. I'm like, this is too loud. Let's get out of here. <laughs> exactly. That's what happens exactly. when you get older. Man, you, you, you've, been, you've been going to clubs since you were 15 then or something, right? Just experience. Uh, Austria, yeah. Where I'm from, you can go to clubs a lot earlier. So if I go to Vegas now and I see like the David Guetta or the Skrillex, I literally catch myself saying things like, back in the days, we listened to real music. Yeah. <laughs> it's all loud. And like, I'm tired. I want to eat. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there a diner? Yeah, if you're stone sober in a club surrounded by uh, by people that might be your age, but they're all drunk and they're partying, you just like you realize like how like how ridiculous things can be. Um, but you know, so you got to push your fun back up and uh, embrace that and, and not see yourself as a grumpy old man. Now I got to ask you this: I, I assume that the first half of uh, of going out and being a great pickup artist is having the confidence, building up the confidence. Yeah. Am I being presumptuous to assume that the back half is understanding or dealing with rejection? Because I would think that as you go out, of course you're going to get no's, you're going to get, you know, not today or whatever, and and eventually it becomes a numbers game at at some point. But what advice do you have to those guys or girls in terms of dealing with rejection or rejection just being a part of, quote-unquote, the game? Yeah, yeah, I like the way you described it because – uh, it, it is, it's intertwined, okay? I always put it like that. Confidence does not come from winning. It does not come from, you know, the number of girls you slept with or the, the gold medal you won or the money you have. The, gold, the confidence doesn't come from that. Confidence comes from the opposite. Confidence comes from failing over and over and over again, but knowing that you can get back up. Right. That's the, that's the key. You know, when people see like an athlete, that's he's confident because he's the athlete. He got the he won the world championship. Da, da, da. No, he's confident because of the years and years that it took him to get to that point of the years and years of failing, but getting back up. That's where the actual confidence comes from. So when you get rejected, you know, that's cool. Not everybody can like you. And the more you get rejected, the less you care. And the more you can see, OK, listen, I just got rejected, but I'm still here. I'm still having a good time. And you kind of develop this like invincible. You, you think like you're invincible. And you can walk up to any other girl that might have intimidated you earlier. But you're like, dude, I got rejected all night. I'm still here. Nothing can stop me now. And uh, then you're having that confidence. And then you're emanating that. 
Right. So, I mean, how big of a... How big of a part of failing would you say is part of the repertoire in terms of letting them know, hey, you look, you're going to get shot down. I mean, it's going to happen. Right. But you just keep yeah. at it, right? It's part of it. It's part of it. It will never stop. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this professionally now, and people are like, so every girl you talk to likes you, right? I'm like, dude, if that was the case, I wouldn't even be able to leave the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, if every girl I talk to likes me, like, that, oh, my God, I, I don't even know if I want that. <laughs> That'd be crazy. The rejection never stops. Of course, it gets a lot less. And of course, you can learn from that. You know, the more you open your eyes, the more you do something, the more you're aware, okay, I got rejected because uh, the way I approached was not very assertive. The way I approached was not very self-amusing. I was weird. Um, I didn't read the social cues, et cetera, et cetera. So you're able to learn a lot more from that. Um, and, you know, the learning never stops. This is key, too. People are always like, once I have the skills, once I am, you know, the pickup artist, I don't have to go out and talk to people anymore. I just I just approach that one girl I like all the time, and then I take her home. That's bullshit. That's all bullshit. You never stop learning. And, right. and by the way, there, there's women that actually take the course too. I mean, yeah, I, I, what's the number? What's the percentage? But it's probably mainly guys, though, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's obviously mainly guys, but we see it a lot of our, our bigger seminars. There's more and more girls because they're just like, okay, this is cool. There's this like community of people. Um, they learn how to you know how to get their life handled. Because I would say like what we teach is. Uh, to a big part, just personal development that is applicable to guys as well as girls. And girls get drawn into that much, much more. Now, there's like all kinds of guys that take their girlfriends to the to those seminars as well, just to like kind of show them where they came from, just to show their girlfriends Yeah, they're called well. swingers. Hey. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we have like the guy who brings his girlfriends like, I want to have a threesome. Teach us how, you know, and the girls are all excited. Like, yay. Uh, we have that too, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, Maximilian, we, we don't want to take too much of your time. That was awesome. Yeah. We just want to say thank you so much for, for spending some time with us here in the dojo today. Sure. And I'm sure that there's a ton of listeners and uh, basically I'm talking about Gary that can, <laughs> that can take these skills and apply. How do they keep in touch with you? How does everybody keep in touch with you? Oh, well, uh, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, there's a new video coming up every week on there about personal development, about how to talk to girls, about how to get confidence. You just type into YouTube RSD Max. Okay, RSD like the letters standing for Real Social Dynamics Max, M-A-X. You'll find me on YouTube. You'll find me on Facebook as well, RSD Max on Facebook. I have a quite well-going Instagram account, RSD Max there as well. I'm on Periscope, RZ Maximilian. Um, I know you Americans have trouble spelling that. It's with one L. <laughs> and it does not contain six zeros. <laughs> and uh, I'm on Twitter as well, RZ Maximilian. So, yeah, uh, feel free to check out some stuff. Awesome. Well, we cannot yeah. thank you enough, Max, and for taking the time. From, and uh, where, where are you right now, Max? I'm in uh, Krakow, Poland right now. Oh, wow. God bless Jeez. you. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for spending time with us. We cannot thank you enough. We really yeah, do appreciate it. thank you so it. much, Max. And thank I hope guys, those STD tests keep coming in negative for you because <laughs> if it's a numbers game, you got to be careful, my friend. God Use bless condoms. you. Use condoms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pal. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Peace. Max. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, What a yeah. great guy. He seems like a great guy, and I think that – Everything that he was saying kind of reminds me of at least the crew of guys I've always hung out with or ended up going out with. Uh, you know, it, it made me recollect my single years of going out. Where it's just like, let's just go out and have fun. And if we're those drips that are on a dance floor just making each other laugh instead of grabbing girls' hips and trying to get laid, nine times out of ten, girls would want to dance with us right. on the dance floor because it looked like, oh, these guys are having fun. And we, we genuinely were. 
And I was always with the mindset that even if I didn't go out that night and I was single and it was Saturday and I didn't get laid, it's like my thing was I always just wanted to have fun. Right. And I think that everything that he was saying, I was like, oh, that kind of reminds do me you, of. Do you remember when we were in Atlanta, we were in that bar, we were walking into that bar, and it was just wall-to-wall people, and everybody looked at the exact same, everybody. And then as we were leaving, do you remember there were those, like, three young kids, they were wearing, like, sweatshirts, and they look, they just didn't look like they were part of that bar. Yeah. And they came in just dancing and having a good time, and I was like, yeah, those guys are the ones that are going to separate themselves from everybody. Remember those yeah, young kids that are, like, doing yeah. a whole big twirl? And, and then you like, leave, and one of them's, you know, raw-dogging by a dumpster. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> at a guy, at a guy, I love it. So it is, it is fun. I mean, it is possible. I mean, because you know, again, I think when you're in college or high school, you know that, that there were those guys that just had all the confidence. They, I, I just, I just remember there was a girl in high school who was walking in from the parking lot uh, after lunch, and she said to some guy, w- w- "What's wrong with my legs?" or something like that, and the guy said. Uh, nothing. Just that I'm not between them, and I was just like, <laughs> That's a fu-. and then I was just like, he's probably banging her, Tim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeez, yeah. Why, you, why did you get between them now? <laughs> By the way, I don't understand how they, if girls really come to this seminar, like why don't they just turn around and be like, hey? Oh, that just becomes in-house banging. Go, tri- go triple team that girl. <laughs> She's obviously here, but yeah, great guy. Real social dynamics is their website, and uh, just a lot of fun. And by the way. A um, couple of things. First of all, we're we going to be at the Irvine Improv this weekend. We're in Irvine this weekend. I go to St. Louis. Got a ton of dates coming up. Uh, San Jose. Uh, also, I'm very excited. Uh, my mom is going to be part of the dojo coming up in the next couple of weeks. She's going to be coming out here visiting me. That's right. From Michigan, so we're going to bring her in. And uh, she's got a few things to say to you. Uh, wants to uh, discipline you well, about I'm sure how it's you called, treat her son. I'm sure it said she's saying thank you or there's gratitude. For everything that you've done for me financially. Yeah. Uh, by the way, let's turn this frown upside down and do a giveaway. Oh, yep. Let's do it. It's been a we long time. We haven't done a giveaway for a bit. It has but... been a long time. It's the holiday season coming up. Thanksgiving right around the corner, right? Yep. So uh, we are doing – this is great. Uh, we are doing a uh, – what is it? Let me look here. A $250 Costco card uh, wow. for uh, somebody uh, that is part of our listenership. And if you don't have a membership, they're actually going to throw in a free yearly membership. How great is that? Wow. It's over 300 bucks right there. So let's do uh, the uh, 14th caller, phrase that pays for the Costco gift card and a membership. We're very excited. And call up with the phrase that pays, and uh, you walk away with it. We've been getting a lot of criticism for not giving away stuff over the last couple of weeks, so uh, that is why we're doing it right now. What do you think? That's amazing, Gary. That really is. And what caller? 14. 14. The phrase, phrase that, that pays. pays. $250 gift card. Yep. Um, all right. Well, this is the end of the dojo here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Don't forget Irvine Improv this weekend. Uh, I will be with you. You're heading yeah. to San Jose the following weekend uh, after Thanksgiving. That's right. And uh, the big date's coming up, obviously. Pittsburgh Improv. I'll be there for New Year's Eve. Uh, and then, of course, Saturday, February 6th, I'll be taping my fourth hour special in Chicago, Lincoln Hall. Gary will be warming up the yeah. crowd. He will not be part of it. He will not be in no. front of the camera. You will no. not see him on Netflix. But uh, <laughs> Air I got to tell you, <laughs> yeah, people are out there. They're looking for love. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh, okay, good. I got it. I made the connection. Now, guys, get out there. Have fun. Have that confidence. Yep. Tap that girl on the shoulder. Get that drink thrown in your face. <laughs> but just know, hey, I took a lump on the chin. I'll be back tomorrow. Gentlemen's Dojo. <laughs>